Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's not too late to smell what the Brock is cooking. Welcome to a pretty good edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan. Guys, the Eagles are 12-1. and Who is stopping this team other than Taylor Heineke? Who is stopping this team? Chase Young. They're, we're not playing that team again this season. Okay, with us as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, if the season ended today... The Mac Jones Patriots are headed to KC for a wild card playoff game. How scared are you on a scale of one to ten? Oh, let that bitch hold. I, I also think that like <laughs> we're we're probably gonna get the one seed. The Bills got the Dolphins and the Bengals to play. We've got jack shit left. So Easiest schedule think, on in the league left. But yeah, the Patriots suck. It's so, so bring bad. them to Kansas City. Hey, also on the show, we got Washington Commanders fan Jamel Johnson. Jamel, how'd you enjoy the bye week? Oh, man, had a blast. Went to Wink Stop, watched the game alone. Are they still on thighs or, or can you grab a wing there now? They're off. They're off thighs. <laughs> All right. It didn't work. Yeah, they, they gave up on thighs. Supply chain's unclogged, baby. Yeah, we're back. Uh, uh, anything you guys want to touch on before, before we uh, really start the show? Uh, just that football's fun to watch. It is. It is fun to watch. <laughs> football's fun to watch. Uh, I'm in New York City, so that's why my mic sounds stupid. I am oh, great. doing this from a hotel room. I don't know how it's going to sound on the other end, so I just wanted to, to make a little note. Uh, I'm going to sound like this the whole time. So with that said, Danny, let's get into it. Tell us what you hated about watching football this past week. All right, well, look, I'm just going to take this text thread that we've had going <laughs> to the pod. Let oh, the boy. people know what this discussion has been. I'm going to say what I hated this week is the current MVP narrative. Because that's all the award is. It's just coming up with a story that makes sense to the most people. Did OJ do it? Yeah, he did. <laughs> but in 1995, Johnny Cochran came up with a better story. So OJ is making TikToks now. We all know Jalen Hurts is not the best player in the NFL. He is not the best quarterback in the NFL, but he is on the best team. I'll give you that. Being on the best team does not make you the most valuable. It actually makes you less valuable. If Minshew was starting all these games, you'd maybe be 10-2. and two. No. Absolutely, yes. But you no. took an above-average quarterback, gave him the best O-line in the league, add A.J. Brown, and back him up with the best defense dirty money can buy. The guy's going to get touchdowns. <laughs> Is it the most touchdowns in the league? 
no, it isn't. That's Patrick Mahomes. Can I can I have a, a just a note? I know you you have a bunch of points here. Uh, Jalen Hurts has sat multiple fourth quarters, so if we were closer in games, he'd have more touchdowns. C- continue. I mean, you're, you're you're doing it right now. Here come all the Johnny Cochran's like you too on TV to tell us the Eagles are unstoppable. They could do anything. This Jalen Hurts is the best. Oh, oh, their quarterback is is this guy? Why don't we hand him the trophy? He's just a guy. He's just a guy who quarterbacks your team. No more, no less. Can he run a little? Sure. Just like 30% of the quarterbacks out there, he can run a bit. Doesn't deserve a trophy. Chiefs didn't add A.J. Brown. We lost Tyreek Hill. Our O-line is good in the middle, but both tackles fucking suck. And our defense made Russ Wilson look like he was not a historical mistake until thankfully we killed him in the fourth quarter. If Mahomes isn't on this team, we're the Texans. I'm willing to own that. But that's how good Patrick Mahomes is. He's leading the Texans to another Super Bowl. That, my good colleagues, is value. But I guess I just sound like Marsha Clark to all you people trying to explain <laughs> DNA over here. So I'll just concede that Jalen, whoever he is, is the league MVP. And side note, Eagles losing in the divisional round to the Commanders. Unbelievable. Calling it right now. Um, I'm glad you brought this up. Look, you're absolutely right. This is a narrative award. And the narrative is with Jalen Hurts. But I think you're discounting a lot of this stuff. I think that um, Patrick Mahomes, obviously the best quarterback on earth and the best passer of the football. There's no arguing then that. what are we talking about? We're talk- the we're the talking- quarterback encompasses more than those things. Why is there anything else? Are you the best? Yes. Bam. There you go. MVP. But has Mahomes ever uh, talked about doo-doo in a post-game press conference? Jim I'm Hertz sure last, he has. Last year he did say, you know, you flush it. You don't look at it. Because, <laughs> you know, we were losing games last year. Danny, you say – we added A.J. Brown, and we have this high-powered offense. Ten out of the 11 positions were the exact same on this offense last season. Everybody has stepped their game up. Yes, Ooh. we have an all-pro or an all uh, a Pro Bowl receiver in A.J. Brown. Top Everybody five. has stepped up, starting with Jalen Hurts. He was the big question mark. Should he even be on the team? Is this a guy? That, is this the direction forward? Now we're going to have to pay him a fucking Patrick Mahomes sum of money because he clearly commands the respect of any defense that he plays it is pick your poison do you want us to run for 350 yards or pass for 350 yards not a lot of teams have that versatility i am so glad that you have to be cursed with a huge jalen hurts contract because you will not have the money anymore to go around on a little spending spree to buy a bunch of expendables for your defense you're gonna actually have to play around, play real winning football with the garbage that you have left after having to pay one dude $50 million a season, just like we do. And we're still <laughs> 10 and three. As we all know, like this is that window that ever, that, that the cherished window in football quarterback who's overperforming his rookie contract. This is the time that you have to go spend in these other positions, bolster up the rest of the team. And then Jalen Hurts, on top of all that, is playing like the MVP. Whether or not he is, you can argue, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes obviously is going to beat him on every statistic. 
but Jalen Hurts is leading this team. Have you seen the guy smile oh, once okay. this season? I, I forgot. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes not leading his team. I forgot. None of the court, you know who's leading his team right now? Fucking Davis Mills is leading, <laughs> technically leading his team. You know what? Jalen Hurts is an AVP. I'll give you that. He's a valuable player. <laughs> not Alien versus Predator. A valuable player. I've yeah, directly invented that. that was the volleyball pro tour. Coined, uh, but you know, I just, I, you know, we can argue all day long. Jamel is obviously going to have to, he's, he's going to have to cut his segment short if we keep going. And nobody <laughs> Jamel is loving this. Yeah. Jamel is loving this. Oh, I'm not prepared today. Please. I'm loving this because the subtext is we are on a crash course towards each other. Chiefs Eagles is a real possibility in the Super Bowl. And to have this show exist, if that were to happen, would be, just so the matchup would be amazing. We would get to preview it for weeks and talk shit. I want this to happen. But the two best players in the league are the two quarterbacks of our teams. And it's fun that we're even having this conversation. I think Jalen Hurts is the MVP because it's a narrative thing. The story is better. It's a better story. Give a guy Patrick a Mahomes bunch of shit is- and watch him be fine. That's the story. You know what? We were just talking about this off pod. You know what Jalen Hurts is? He is the husband of a rich wife. That's what he is. He gets to just that do nothing. That is outrageous. The, the, the household is bringing in money. So he looks good. He looks like he's contributing to it. As long as you get the hundred bucks a week doing the podcast and a couple of little side gigs, you're contributing <laughs> oh to the success oh of the team. God. <laughs> I can't believe you would diminish Jalen Hurts like this. He is not. Uh, he doesn't have a, a sugar mama. He's, He's not a podcast, podcast husband. This is unbelievable. I, I I have to get off this. Jamel, what did you hate about watching football last week? Oh, uh, you know what I hated about watching football last week? Third down backs. Just the concept of a third down back. It's this guy on your roster who is definitely better than the starter at something. He's either faster, he's better at catching, he's a better pass blocker. There's one thing he does for sure better than the starter, but you only bring him in on third down when this shit is looking. It seems like a guy who's designated to blame the drive on when we have to punt. Oh, let's bring the scat back in. We got to make something happen. Oh, you didn't fucking get 18 yards. Now we got a punt. What the fuck, man? How could you let us down like that, Darren Sproles? <laughs> One of the best scat backs in history, by the way. Scat back? Was he back there scatting? Yeah, they, he's musically inclined. What is the scat part? What is the scat part? That's true. What is I mean, the scat part? I think Do it they kind poop? of means. I think it means he's smaller. He's just a little scat. He's like a little piece of poop back there. (laughs) Yeah. Every definition of the word scat I've ever heard does not include running. It's not great. And I'm over it. And also, you've never seen a white one. You'll never. The day there's a white third down back is the day life is over. Is there one? I can think of of two of them. You've stepped in some scat here because Danny Woodhead (laughs) is definitely. Oh, right. The original (laughs) scat master. Uh, Rex Burkhead, American History X, much. So you're telling me the Patriots is the only team willing to have a white third down back? What's yeah, that absolutely. about? Yes. That feels you know what more that's racist. Is. That's more <laughs> racist than I originally thought when I thought of this. Third down backs suck. 
It's the most thankless. It's like being one of the red tails or something. Okay. What I hated uh, about watching football last week, I saw a video of the post game between the Buccaneers and the 49ers where Tom Brady is going around just soaking it up the respect of, le- of these like 22 year olds. So he just laid an egg, played one of the worst games of his career. But then he gets to do this dance like it's a cocktail hour. And he goes around, everybody's like, you're such a goat, bro. Honor playing against you, sir. Huge fan, bro. Can I get a picture, bro? Can you sign my jersey, bro? You know how much Tom Brady must love this? This is why he's still in the league. You know, other than he hates his family and he's not good at anything else. This is why he plays. He he's already won everything. It's for this little window in the post game where twenty two year olds suck his asshole. He loves it. He is the bell of the ball on the field right <laughs> afterwards. You're such a great player. That's what he says to all of them. They go, "You're such a goat, bro." And then Tom's like, "Oh, you're a great player." He has no idea who these people are. <laughs> and then the camera cuts to Brock Purdy who's like looking around for Tom because he wants to go, you know, the quarterbacks are supposed to go shake hands and uh, find each other. That's the first person you're supposed to talk to. Brady is icing him out. He's talking to everybody else and Purdy's on the outskirts, like waiting for his turn. And then Tom just barely gives him the time of day. He's like, you played great. And then just moves on to signing, you know, uh, Kittle's jersey or some shit. And Tom still has that little bastard competitive edge in him where the other quarterback, he can't, he just can't tip his cap. Well, this also was probably probably a little more personal because they, I mean, Fox would not shut the fuck up about him being from Northern California this week (laughs) either. So he's probably like, oh, I thought it was going to be Joe Montana. Turns out I'm Joe Montana, but uh, in New England. And that's like, he gets to feel like he got slighted because he didn't get to be the best quarterback ever in his hometown. He had to move. This kind of, it does remind me a little bit of, uh, you know, to always, as I do bring it back to a stand-up comedy analogy, it's like when you go back, when you go on a tour, when you go back home and you do the tour back home with, and you know, you throw a couple of uh, local comics on and then they do better than you. <laughs> oh, I know that one well. <laughs> and you just, you're ashamed. You, you don't want to talk to them, but you know, they want to talk to you because you've been to LA, you've done it, you got a few credits. So it's this shameful, you know, pas de deux of you guys having to talk about comedy when you're clearly not at the top of your game anymore. And all they want to do is pick your brain and you're like, I'm worthless. You're the future, you fucking asshole. Don't you see it's all a fucking con game? Sorry. (laughs) That shit ain't even real, though, because local jokes don't even fly. Come to L.A. with that bullshit. That's true. That's true. Come to L.A. with those thoughts. Yeah, you want to talk about Price Chopper? Bring that shit to fucking L.A. That's our grocery store in KC metro area. So. <laughs> Back to football. The funniest part was one guy did uh, have asked Brady to sign a ball. He had intercepted off him earlier that game. <laughs> and Brady was not that happy about it, but he did begrudgingly sign it. So That's quarterback uh, simping. We were talking about it last week. That's a simp. They were all quarterback simping. Okay. Uh, let's get into this week's game. Uh, Danny, as he does, hit the, the group text with a great idea. Um, you know, we're talking about Brittany Griner, and uh, she's home. 
And what an amazing story. Uh, she was gone for almost a year in like Russian prison uh, for like a minor marijuana offense. Uh, so she's back home. It got us thinking. Um, name a player that we'd do anything to bring back. You know, our country went above and beyond uh, to bring Brittany Griner back home. Who is somebody that you would do the same for football wise? Uh, Danny, let, let's start with you. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be selfish here and say Eric Berry or someone <laughs> great, or Derek Johnson, to improve the Chiefs' shitty defense this season. It's shitty, and I admit it. Um, but we'll get off of that. We'll save it for later. Instead, I want to give a gift to the entire NFL and maybe the entire world. I would give up whatever it took to bring back Barry Sanders so that we can keep this magical Lions season going, baby. Yes. This is the best Lions team I've ever seen since I've been at least cognizant of the world. I I mean, I was very young the last time. You know, it was 1992 when they made the playoffs last. and Or actually, when they won a playoff when they won game. A game. They make the playoffs. It's a worthless wild card exit every time. They lost time. to us a couple times. In they, that, and in that, that was brutal, yeah, because that was the last time. Was that Super Bowl going into the 1992 season? Yeah. You guys beat them. It was a great time for you, I'm sure, but that was basically the end of this country because 1992 was the last good year we had, I think. I can't think of one that was even slightly good after that. Cold War ends. The rise of Bill Clinton. The Dream Team. The Bodyguard soundtrack, Sister mm. Act, my parents not being divorced. America was at a peak that we haven't been close to since. And, you know, the Lions have four winnable games left, and they could get to 10 wins, and they could make the playoffs. You plug vintage Barry Sanders in there, and we're talking Super Bowl. I would give any number of international arm dealers to see Barry Sanders juke Dallas Cowboys out of their shit again. Oh, yeah. And he would be the final piece that takes them all the way. And then the curse is broken. And it's like the last 30 years never happened. We can all live in 1992 forever. Damn, remember when I, Bill Clinton, remember when he was running and eating McDonald's? It was so yes. great. What Man, a, what, he was the first president I had ever seen. Fast food. I mean, look, the Lions, five out of their last six. And the game they lost was the Bill against the Bills on Thanksgiving that they easily could have, maybe should have won that game. The Lions, real shit. This is the best Lions team I can remember. And I know we're saying the Stafford to Calvin Johnson has an argument there, but there's something that, that those coaches were worse. There was something about those teams that were still very loser-esque. And this team, it's still the Lions, but I wouldn't want to play them. I don't want to play them in the playoffs. We played them week one, and that was one of our hardest games all season. So, Luckily, no, Jalen Hurts stood up above the entire team and the entire the league. He was fantastic that game. Sure, he's that was scary. an announcement. He's that was scary. like, hey, this year is fucking different. We we're gonna casually put up thirty eight week you one. Whip a no look pass while about <laughs> to be sacked by three guys and uh, score a TD. Patrick Mahomes does everything better quarterback wise on the field. Than Jalen Hurts, I, there's no argument there. Other than run, he does not run better than Jalen Hurts. He scurries, he scampers. There's no, there's no contest to who the better runner of the football is. Um, there's I just like, not. I just like that things are heating up between you. Two. <laughs> Good. 
It's the off the field shit. This guy, yes, and I know Patrick's a leader in his own way. Patrick's personality, I don't think, is like quintessential football hard ass guy. He's you can't he's a lame Brittany Mahomes on him. I wasn't yeah, going there. I wasn't going You're there. Throwing you in the whole Mahomes that. family. I'm saying Jalen Hurts is a football cyborg sent from the future who has no personality. He's basically emotionless. All he does, did you see the clip of like his teammates celebrating on the sideline and he's just staring into space thinking about the next drive? Uh, the guy's locked in. It's I haven't seen him smile once this season. I've even said maybe he should loosen up. Uh, he's not going to. The last time I saw him smile was in like ni- in the year 2020 when he shouldn't have even been playing and he replaced Wentz and beat the Saints for no reason. He smiled that game. There's a cool gif of him smiling. Barry Sanders, we love you. There you go. We miss you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Come back. Who are you going to exchange? Do we need to care about the exchange itself or just bring No, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I just said, like, give me as many fucking dangerous arms dealers as possible. To, <laughs> I'll throw them all into the pot for this guy. Uh, okay. Jamel. Who are you swapping? Who do you well, want? Well, listen, there's a lot of different ways. I'm sure as as America did, there's a lot of different options to look at when we're coming to the table. We got Paul Whelan over there. <laughs> we got BG over there. We probably got a few um, uh, like dancers, wayward dancers uh-huh. over there. You know what I'm saying? Ballerinas. We got a few. We got a couple dozen people lost over there. So here's my options. I mean, obviously... The heart of me, the commandment fan inside of me, has to say Daryl Green, the greatest commander in Redskins history. I mean, the guy won fastest player in the league into his 40s. Can you imagine the commanders with a, with another DB who's running a 4-2-40? Are you kidding? We already have the two best safeties in the league. And then you add that dude at corner, and he's taking back kicks. It would be unreal. Anyway, that fool, uh, you know, I also, I mean, just nationally, I would probably have to say T.O. I think T.O. is a, a person who belongs in the league forever, forever and ever. He Call should be beat the shit, team. Beat the shit out of a guy on Melrose uh, outside of a CVS uh, like a week ago. Really? What? I didn't see. It was a Twitter. It was a video that went viral. Uh, but he <laughs> beat the shit out of somebody in L.A. It was awesome. I liked it way better when you saw it. <laughs> yeah, just no, driving by. <laughs> Damn. It was uh, kind of close to where I live, but I did not see it. Uh, and honorable mention, I would love to bring back Rob Parker to ESPN and trade uh, Robert Griffin III to no! whatever Robert Griffin. We, Rob deserves to come back. Oh, I see. He was right about RG3 the whole time. He ESPN fired him for calling him a cornball. And then Robert Griffin revealed himself to be the biggest cornball in the universe. He said some cornball shit last night. I Ooh. haven't even watched the video. Probably some uh, shit about how uh, that's pretty, that's pretty pumpkin funny. pie is better than sweet potato it's pie. Or, that. He threw it's out that. <laughs> or how, how tapioca is delicious. He threw out the J word, which I uh, did not he realize. Said, what? He's threw the J word out there. The J oh. word. It's so, a, I am. We are not allowed to say such a word, so we will not say it. And uh, you can just Google the J word and see what pops up, or watch the uh, clip. Damn, interesting. Yeah. Everybody, damn, I admit what sports drink founder 
in the house he at Jamel's place. He just Andrew bust, Stevens. He really? just busted into my door like the Kool-Aid man to tell me that Robert Griffin III said something bad. We sacrifice, bring back Paul Whelan, send Robert Griffin III to uh, Russia, and <laughs> who let's was, bring Rob and Paul Whelan back. We're not going to say the word, but Danny, do you remember what the context was? Who was he talking about? It was... Uh... Fuck! It was like the people who were bagging on Mac Jones or something, or, or okay. no, bagging on Jalen Hurts. Actually, that's what it was. It was people who were saying Jalen Hurts wasn't good. He was calling me the J word. Oh my goodness! Well, I think we have a, a, a title for the episode: the J word. Uh, while we're here and talking J words, uh, whoever's listening to this and is like upset that Brittany Griner got to come home before Paul Whelan, dude, fight me. Like, what are you talking about? Paul Wheeler knew what it was when he signed up, man. Come on. Because yeah. yeah. if you was a private citizen in Russia, you'd be like, yeah, leave this fucking G.I. Joe-ass idiot over here. Get me home. Now, we still don't know for sure if Brittany Griner wasn't doing a little espionage on the side. but she Hey, probably- she might have <laughs> been getting spicy for us. She might have even been getting spicy for us. We don't even know the particulars. Yeah. Okay, moving on. I uh, My... Who I'd want to bring back. I had quite a New York night last night. I, I landed in the city. Uh, I sent some texts out, just uh, letting some friends know I was in town. And what do you know? Uh, good friend and uh, previous guest uh, of this show, Paige Keffer, who works on the Michelle Beadle and Trey Wingo podcast and work with Jamel and I on NFL Follies. Uh, right. She hits me up and says, Hey, would you want to go to a Monday night football watch party with Ricky Williams, uh, who's hosting a Heisman uh, event, which is his weed brand? And I was like, "Uh, yes, I would like to go to that. So we go to this, uh, you know, 20th floor skyrise apartment it's not a you know it's not like at a bar or something at a business it's <laughs> somebody's converted uh townhouse that is now hosting this weed function there are people eating weed smoking weed every type of uh marijuana contraption that you could put it in their find. butt put it in a butt i didn't see any uh butt plugs or butt poles but uh, oh. it may have been happening there were a lot of curtains so somebody might have been doing it okay uh and, you know, it's Ricky Williams and then other athletes there uh, just having a great time. No alcohol. They're just mocktails being served. No, no, uh, no meat. There are uh, vegan chicken wings on the menu and uh, the, the, the likewise. And, you know, within 20 minutes, you're having a good time, whether you're smoking or not, because it is just a you're in a hot box watching Monday Night Football with Ricky Williams, which brings me to. Ricky Williams. I mean, the illusion there, or the the parallel there with Brittany Griner, they were both punished for weed-related charges, which is just baffling. You know, with Ricky Williams especially, because he didn't rape anybody like Big Ben Roethlisberger. He didn't choke his wife or get a DUI. The guy smoked some weed, refused to apologize for it, and it derailed his entire career. Uh, For whatever reason, the league just said no to that guy, which we've seen it happen to Josh Gordon as well. Well, and you got, other you players remember, just get a pass. Like it's so got, weird to me. You got to remember, Dan. This was before the NFL was getting money off weed. Jamel, you're actually part of this history because I think part of what happened here is the un 
unbelievable pressure of Ricky Williams' career, how it started, because the Saints traded their entire draft. This is true. Mike Ditka traded the entire 1999 draft. Oh, yeah. First rounder, third rounder, fourth rounder, fifth rounder, sixth and seventh round, and their first round and third round picks the following year to who? The Washington Redskins. And we turned it into like one tackle nothing. and LeVar, LeVar Arrington. <laughs> you blew turned the it into best. almost nothing. You had a treasure trove of picks based on the worst trade in history. You did nothing with it. So yeah. Ricky Williams, the entire draft and the next draft, partially, traded for the rights to Ricky Williams. So they go all in on him. And he comes with this unbelievable expectation. The team goes 3-13. and 13. If you go on Football Reference and you look at Ricky Williams' stats, the guy was actually productive every season. It's just he, what didn't translate to winning on the Saints. So you have that. You have this you know, outsider personality with smoking weed, and you have a weird career. Uh, so Ricky Williams, <laughs> I wish he had another <laughs> shot. Bring him back. I remember when he came back to the Dolphins the second time after retiring and being sub- suspended for a full year from the league, and he still, I think one year, led the league in rushing. Uh, hit eighteen hundred yards. He was good. This guy was a fucking beast. Miami Ricky is one of the best football players ever. Specifically, unbelievable. Um, so Ricky Williams, amazing career. Also throws an amazing event. Uh, couldn't have been a nicer guy. And Dan still high. Clearly, yeah. Never stopped smoking. The guy <laughs> smoked for hours straight. It was unbelievable. Uh, so shout out to Ricky Williams and shout out to Paige for uh, bringing me along to that event. Uh, Jamel, you should ask uh, Andrew Stevens about uh, trading the entire draft in 1999 <laughs> to your team. Unbelievable that that actually happened. I can't believe um, you dick with it. It actually led to, do- it led, if you go in a long enough timeline, it led to a Super Bowl. Nine years yeah, later. Yeah, it did. You're right. Okay. The Saints later, eventually went, wind up winning a Super Bowl. Based on all of the navigating they did from there. Football skin's um, got nothing, so that's it's good strategy, trade your whole draft. <laughs> uh, okay. Wow. I'll cut some of that stuff down because we went long, but hey, we're having a good time. I am still high. Uh, okay. So week 15. Guys, we're almost done with the regular season. Uh, what is there, four more games left? The bye weeks are done. Bye-bye-byes. Um, we are now into the home stretch of the season. Last week, I made up some ground. I went nine and four. Jamel went six and seven. Danny went five and eight. Your first off week in a long time. You're still well ahead. Danny's at 124, 82 and two. And then Jamel and I are now tied at 117, 89 and two. Um, let's just get right into the week 15 matchups. Niners at Seahawks. The upstart, Brock Purdy, best team in the league, 49ers, go to Seattle on a short week. Who do you guys like? I think it's pretty clear that the Seahawks are on the decline on the two sides of the ball that the Niners are. I mean, the two sides of the ball that there are, unless we're counting special teams, which we never (laughs) do. But uh, the Brock Purdy offense going up. Geno Smith offense down Niners defense. One of the best in the league, if not the best Seahawks defense. Yuck. So, I mean, the math adds up. I don't care if they are in Seattle. Give me the Niners. 
Gotta pick the Hawks only because it's Thursday. I forgot about Thursday football math last week. Danny's gonna salivate because I'm doing the same thing. I'm going Seahawks here. Oh, this is nice. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Niners have the best defense and best rushing attack. The Seahawks have the worst rush defense and their offense sucks. How do you win on Thursday? It doesn't make sense. I don't understand what you guys are thinking with the Thursday. You win on Thursday with running game and defense. Get out of here. It's a bet against Brock Purdy. I think him in Seattle, the 12th man. This is the real test. Is he going to he's played two home games now. Is he going to be rattled on the road? We're going to get to see what Brock's made of maybe if they're trailing at any point in this game, which they may never be. How, he's how do also you get rattled? allowed to you go. I, I'm sorry. He's allowed to lose this game too. Like I don't think like I don't think the Niners are going to be fine going forward. It's just it's Thursday. I you just <laughs> lost Debo for 4 weeks. Oh. It's Thursday. How do you get rattled handing it off to Christian McCaffrey? You can't get too scared for that moment. Any of us could do yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Jalen freaking Hurts can do that. Do it well. <sighs> do it the best. Okay, let's get into uh, the Saturday games. So we're we're now at that point of the season. The rest of the season, we're going to have Saturday matchups. Uh, football is officially here to ruin your life, ruin your marriage, ruin your relationships, ruin your weekends. Uh, it's now Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, the rest of the way. So get ready for this to fucking ruin everything. Okay, Saturday morning, Colts at Vikings. Uh, Perp Cousins finally uh, got destroyed. He's the most hit quarterback in the league. I saw a stat floating around. Uh, he has taken the most punishment. So to his credit, he's played really well uh, with a shitty O-line. Or maybe he just holds onto the ball too long. I don't know. But uh, give me the Vikings in this game. I think the Colts are done. Yeah, it's time for the Vikings to get off the schneid a little bit, and the Colts are great for that. They had that one week where Jeff Saturday looked like a genius. That always happens, the little new coach bump, and then the reality sets in, and they're not good. And the Vikings are fine. Yeah, give me the Vikings. <laughs> Smoke Vicodins that all around. Yeah, I think you can, can apparently. You, can you take a cocoa puff, like a literal cocoa puff, put it in a joint and smoke it and get the cocoa puff energy from that? Is that Absolutely. how smoking things I'll find works? out later. <laughs> uh, they did have a lot of cereal at this event, which is oh, yeah. curious. They had all the snacks you would want. It was, it was awesome. Uh, I picked up some swag as well. Got some Heisman hats and stickers. Uh, okay, Ravens at Browns. The last team Ricky Williams played on, the Baltimore Ravens go to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Deshaun Watson has looked awful. I don't know what this means. Does it just mean that you can't take two years off of playing football because it's too hard? I think that's mostly it. Yeah, he's going to be good. I think that's the hard part is next season he's going to be really good. So enjoy this while we can. These are just practice games for Deshaun to kind of get back into gear. And then you have Baltimore. who Who's their quarterback? Is it Anthony Edwards? Yeah, from ER. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's Anthony Edwards from Oregon, who was pr- I loved uh, on the Ducks, and but I don't know how good he's going to be in, in professional football because I think Huntley's out. I thought it was Anthony Edwards from Revenge of the Nerds. It's both. <laughs> he's done it all. He's also he was Goose. Anthony Edwards, a prolific actor, forget. not a great quarterback though. So I just feel like. Oh. I'm sorry. It's Anthony Brown. Anthony, Excuse me, see, everybody. there we go. I knew it was something. Anthony Brown, sure. Whatever. Brown, Edwards, Green. Brown at Browns? Brown at the Browns might give him an advantage. He's going to be terrified. 
And Deshaun Watson at least has played two games without his massage Popeye power. So uh, he'll probably have acclimated a little bit to that. Give me the Browns. Uh, I'm just going to keep picking the Ravens. I always pick the Ravens. Go Ravens. I'm with Danny on this. I'm going Browns. I think this is third string quarterback against this Browns defense. We saw what they did to the Texans, so we'll see. Uh, Okay, Saturday night, last Saturday game, Dolphins at Bills. This is a good one. Um, Somehow the Dolphins beat the Bills earlier this season. Uh, I don't know if Tua got solved or the Dolphins offense got solved by the the Chargers last week, but they looked horrible. Horrible. Against the Chargers, too, who are not the best team. They're not on the caliber of the Bills. Well, I mean, Tyreek's clearly hurt. He was fine in that game. I mean, he had a fumble recovery in the weirdest play you ever saw. And then like another 65-yard touchdown that he always gets. His mouth isn't broken. He's talking shit about us again on podcast. Was he really? Just a little. He was saying he loves everybody, but he was also saying if we meet him in the playoffs, yada, 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 which I guess he's got every right to say. But, you know, we're going to we'll just put two guys on him. It'll be all over. We we got you wanted him to say you want him to say if you all met in the playoffs that he he would let the Chiefs win. I think he owes us that. Yes. (laughs) But this is I need if there's ever a week for Tua to not suck it, please let it be this one. Please, Dolphins. I'm actually putting my picks title on the line. A potential dinner at Fogo de Chao slash Benihana. I haven't fully decided yet. A potentially wonderful date night. I am placing on the line here and betting on the Dolphins simply to add the juju that I need for them to win this game. Please win this game. You loser. You're picking the Dolphins? I have to. I have no choice. I have to put it out in the universe. This is bigger than football. This is about the Chiefs. And I need... The one seed, because I don't, I, we could play the Patriots. Yeah. We could also play the Jets, which scares me a little more. We would also maybe have to play the Bengals in the second round. I don't want anything to do with the two seed. Give me the one seed, and all the Bills have to do is lose to the Dolphins. So I'm making it happen. Bills for me. This is that Dolphins offense is broken. Uh, they'll have big plays, but Tua was <laughs> so bad in that game. Give me the bills. I'm with Dan, but I see what Danny's doing. I mean, we don't even know what could happen on a Saturday game. If Thursday games are weird, Jesus, you're going to love Saturday. <laughs> it's fun that the Colts do play on Saturday morning. <laughs> Jeff Saturday on Saturday. Lucky us. Wow. Uh, okay. Back to Sunday for your regularly scheduled programming. Falcons at Saints. This game really matters. It the doesn't. NFC South is that bad that all of these NFC South games matter, which it is kind of fun. It doesn't matter to us, at least. It's so it's got to be a one sentence game. These are two bad teams. Give me the Falcons. Okay, here's my sentence. Uh, Desmond Ritter is starting for the Falcons, so give me the Saints. You said Saints. I said Saints. Yeah, I'll take the I'll take the Aints. Falcones. Desmond Ritter breaks out. He's the best. He had a good preseason. I don't know. He had a good preseason. Uh, okay, next up, we got the Steelers at my Panthers, who I've been riding. 
Yeah. Whatever. I, mean, yeah. I won, like, yeah. I think, a game on them. Uh, okay. Game and a half. Uh, the Steelers officially have clinched their losing record. So Mike Tomlin's whole thing is now out of the window. So RIP to that winning streak. Tip of the cap. Uh, this game sucks. I'm taking the Panthers. Yeah, I guess I'll take the Panthers just because I don't know if if it was Pickett, I might pick the Steelers and just have that. Sam Darnold's got to have a Sam Darnold game, right? But I don't know. I guess not against the Steelers, so I'll go with the Panthers. Just hand it to Chuba Hubbard. Chuba. I'm going to keep picking the Steelers because I just don't care anymore. Makes sense. Uh, Hey, next game, Eagles at Bears. Hurts, Fields, Sunday morning football. Two MVPs right there, leading their teams. Mm-hmm. Only you see one of them uh, leads their team to victory. The other guys just get stats. So there is a difference. But they both run like the wind. Yes, they do. Uh, this is the Eagles. I mean, I, I kind of want to go 40-burger. I, I just can't tell how up they're going to get for this game. That's my worry here is that we just win 20 to 16 and it's just an ugly, shitty game because we can we really just kick everyone's ass all season? This is just a crazy run that we're on. Uh, I mean, Eagles, but I won't say 40 burger. Are we sure it's fields? Because if it is, I might do the 40 burger. I, the, the fact that the that the Eagles are going to have to be in a little bit more of a score fest than they're used to potentially because, you know, the Eagles have a, a great defense. It's but, fields. So, you know, there is a chance that Fields will be able to cut through that defense with some shit they don't really deal with all the time. I mean, they're used to dealing with their horrible schedule of quarterbacks who just throw right into cornerbacks' hands and zone coverage. This is a whole different thing. So they might be going no. back and forth for a little before the Eagles put the hammer down. I'll, I'll uh, play it safe late in the season, just say Eagles. I will say, Danny, you, you kind of caught on to something here. The only team we've played with a scrambling quarterback was Kyler Murray uh, when we beat the Cardinals. And he curiously, he just did not run that game. He did the thing where he just decided he he was not running. Yeah, there's something wrong with him. So Justin Fields will be a challenge in that sense, but we're not going to lose this team. So Not a loss. I was just saying maybe there's a reason for 40. Eggles. Next up, uh, if you thought my team had a cupcake matchup, uh, Chiefs at Texans. You guys played the Texans. You have the fucking easiest schedule to get out of here with this shit. Oh, stop. Give me play, the playing Chiefs. a lot of the same teams. Chiefs play down to their opponents, so I will not be burgering this one. I we beat the Colts. You lost to the Colts. I was in Italy. The juju was weird. <laughs> uh, uh, although juju was good in that game. Give me the Chiefs, obviously. I don't like yeah. what we're doing, you know, screwing around, playing with our food a little bit in these games, but... We are most definitely going to beat the Texans, or I will. I mean, I'll, I'll be bald on the next podcast because I will have ripped every follicle out of my head. The frisky Texans, they almost beat Dallas in Dallas. God, that would have been sweet, but it was still fun that they made him sweat. I thought that dude crossed the plane on that third down, that, that pass play. History will not remember that. What the hell? And only, yeah, that's true. You, you get the W and nobody remembers anything. Thank God. Jamel, who are you taking? The Chiefs. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, I'm going Chiefs 40 burger. Good luck with that, man. We just Give me that burger. We never, when we play bad opponents, we play bad. I just, I don't get it. But we. I don't get it either, but if there's a time to score 40. 
it and is, get the big. Patrick Mahomes MVP discussion back on track, this is the game. There's, you can't throw three picks in this game and be like, he's still the MVP. Like, you can't fuck around he was, like he's been. He was testing his arm angles out. He was seeing Great. what he could do in a live game. He was up 27 points. It hurts his campaign. Oh, yeah. Well, Just throwing bad picks hurts his fucking MVP he's campaign. A football, he's a football scientist, Dan. Yeah. I understand that, and he's the best quarterback I've ever seen play. But it hurts your campaign when you're throwing three interceptions. Sorry. It just does. Uh, okay. Uh, Chiefs 40 burger Cowboys at Jags. I like this game a lot. This is a fun one. The Jags are fucking Jekyll and Hyde. Sometimes they're awesome. Sometimes they, they're the worst team on earth. Uh, please be awesome. It's be so fun if the Jags can, could beat the Cowboys. Doug Peterson. He knows this Cowboys team. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence coming on. In Jacksonville, you know that that Jacksonville crowd is going to be fucking insane. Drunk and on meth. <laughs> having smoked cocoa puffs in the parking lot oh yeah they can't afford cocoa puffs they're smoking fucking that great value (laughs) store brand puffs they're smoking kroger Kroger puffs. what what spice what is that shit like k2 synthetic k2 with with roach spray added yes yes that's what they're smoking uh i am taking your jacksonville jags not smart. Give me the Cowboys. I mean, if you're Jekyll and Hyde and you were just Jekyll, guess what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love to see the Cowboys on the road. Love to see them fold, but uh, life can't be good. So I'm picking the Cowboys. Good point. Uh, okay. Lions at Jets. Another good matchup. I don't know if Mike White is playing. He almost died in that Bills game. Uh, the Lions are on fire. But the Lions outside on the road. That's the one. It's like, have they won those games yet this year? Every game, it seems like, is in Detroit. This is the only losable game left for the Lions, I think. I really, I mean, if you look at their schedule, the Jets are the top team that they're going to play because after that it's the Panthers, the bears and the Packers. If they win this game, they're going to the playoffs. I'm also worried that they might not win this game, but I'm going to pick them. You're going jets. I'm going lions. I'm picking the lions. He's going lions. He's been riding the lions. I wish I could ride a lion. It'd be cool as hell. Also the lions. Do Do you see they caught P 22? Yeah. Was that always the I didn't realize that that was the the end game. I didn't know we were trying to catch P22. I just thought we celebrated P22. We were aware of P22. We were always trying to capture P22 was out there killing dogs in Los Feliz. They found him in a guy's backyard. For the folks with the territory. For the folks listening who don't live in LA, P22 is a mountain lion that was running around (laughs) Griffith Park. Griffith Park is a park where the white people are. So, so there should that is a problem. There shouldn't be mountain lions there, and he's just been running around eating people's dogs. I mean, the guy. I mean, he's been on his own for so long. He's a legend. He's been here for as long as I've been in LA. Like this, this mountain lion own or like dominates this hill, this uh, this park. You know, it might actually be a bad omen that we caught P twenty two after a great run, mm. just like how the lions have had a great run. 
And maybe it comes to an end and they trank the Lions. The Jets trank the Lions this week. I'm changing my pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Jets. Ah, damn it. You you sold me on that. So I, I am going Jets as well. I'm picking the Lions. Fuck you both. Oh shit. P twenty two, you better be a fucking you better be a sign of some kind or else I'm gonna be Now pissed. I'm I can't help it, man. All I'm thinking about is MacArthur Park covered in mountain lions. And the cops just being like, "Would you want us to get out the jeeps? It's mountain lions out there." <laughs> uh, okay, here's the matchup we've all been waiting for: uh, Cardinals at Broncos. Colt McCoy, Brett Ripien, whatever the hell his name is. Uh, I don't think Russell Wilson's gonna be back. Danny, what was happened to his head? Was that like a horn that was growing out? Is that like yeah. a sign of him becoming the devil? He's turning into Hellboy. Uh, <laughs> and it's, I mean, it really, it was it, like, I could see blood in his mouth. His head got oh. completely crushed and sat on. Uh, it's exactly what the NFL fears. Thankfully, it just happened to Russell Wilson and nobody important, but it's definitely, uh, <laughs> It definitely means he's not going to be back this week. So if you've got Colt McCoy, who played like dog shit against a really tough Patriots defense, and then put him up against an even tougher Broncos defense, who is the number one, they are the number one defense in the league. So you want to talk about why somebody might throw some errant touch, uh, interceptions after having thrown several touchdowns. Maybe that's a reason, you son of a bitch. Either way, they're, give me the Broncos. Good, they're the best defense, but they were also bad throws. Um, I am taking the Broncos as well. Weird to pick the Broncos. It is. God damn, this game sucks. What a bad game. (laughs) Yeah, I got to pick the Broncos here too. I'm just, I never want to watch the Cardinals again. What if this concussion like resets Russ and he comes out with a new personality? As we all know, he shifts personalities all the time. And what would the latest Russ personality be? Yo, safe Russ? Yo, safe Russ is probably sick. He's probably really good. He's probably awesome. You're, that's that's a great point because now he's going to have to play to protect himself, so he's going to play a bit safer. So, yeah, safe for us. Every time you get a head injury in front of a national audience is a perfect opportunity to change your entire persona and reset your media strategy, honestly. Like, Russ has been looking terrible in the media lately. He wakes up from his coma, and he's a whole new guy, and he's more fun and loose and doesn't care about Jesus as much and is cooler to his team. Everybody will be like, yeah, it's like every sitcom premise. Like, head injuries change you sometimes for the better. It's a great <laughs> tactic. Even if it's not real, just do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, we all picked the Broncos there. Next game, Patriots at Raiders. Uh, hate this game. Hate these teams. No idea how to pick this one. Raiders. I think I'm saying the Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, it's a hard one. This is this game. We shouldn't even be penalized for the results of this game. Uh, shit, it's in Vegas? Yes. Patriots. <laughs> I'm also going to take the Patriots. I thought Mac looked a little better. And I think Derek is just done. He's ready to go to the that new team in the sky next season, whatever it is. Which team is that? I mean, so many teams need just one dude to come in and make them a little bit better. I mean, 
uh, the Panthers come to mind. You know, you could you could put them on the Colts and they'd probably be better. I, I mean, there are several teams like that. The Bucks, if Brady leaves, Carr's going to have a nice little market in the offseason. He's ready to go to that. And Patriots defense is good. Patriots. Titans at Chargers. Next game. Uh, Jamel's Titans have fallen apart after, uh, I think, a 7-2, and 7-3 start. Uh, they're bad. Man. Chargers somehow beat the Dolphins on Sunday night. Hey. Herbert looked like he belonged in that anime big butt picture because he played awesome. So I'm pay- I'm taking the Chargers. Uh yeah, I got to go bolts for butts. Coach Vrabel isn't returning my texts. <laughs> I'll uh, you know, I this might also cost me a pick, but I have I have a real problem with the fact that people think the Chargers are going to make the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. It's always around this time in the season when the Chargers start terribly, then come back into the race. Everybody starts hugging their nuts again, and then they do something to ruin their season. They cripple themselves once a season around this time, and I'm looking at their schedule after this game. It's Colts, Rams, Broncos. This has got to be the game that they charge her in. So give me the Titans. And I think you're right about this, too. I mean, think about the personalities of the last two teams. The Dolphins are the soft, finesse, speed team, and the Titans are power, beat the fuck out of you football. So that is hard for a defense to just go from one to the other. So I could easily see the Titans just bullying them in this game. I'm going to pick the Chargers based on Herbert alone, but I would not be surprised if the Titans win this game. When has Herbert made the playoffs? He's 0-2. In both it's seasons, just, Herbert's on the Chargers. He will it's not a bad place to be. <laughs> he will not make the playoffs. The Chargers will not make the playoffs. You book that shit right now. Book it. I want to see you get on Expedia and book that shit. <laughs> uh, okay, Bengals at Bucks. I love this game. I hope the Bengals bury the Bucks. Continue this NFC South bullshit. Give me the Bengals. Fuck Tom Brady. He's looked so bad the past few weeks. I know they came back on that Monday night game, but he was bad in that game. Yeah. Tom Brady's going to lose, and Joe Burrow is going to come up to him after having thrown four touchdown passes and just plant a delicious kiss on his lips because <laughs> that's the way things are going for Tom Brady this season. Long makeout after Bengals. Jamel, Bengals or Bucks? I mean, I'm tempted to go Bengal Burger, but I think I'm just going oh! to say Bengals. We we went zero and three on burgers last week. I think it's it's time yeah. to pull back. Burger break. It's time for a burger break. I got a Chiefs burger uh, served up this week for myself. Yeah, so it's not good. It's I'm rain. ready to eat. Uh, okay, Sunday night football. This game was the one that got flexed. It is the one we've actually all been waiting for. Giants at Commanders. Will they tie again? Who is actually the better team? We don't know. They're equals at this point. This game, this game is going to suck. When's the last time the I'm, this is a real question. When's the last time you can remember the Commanders having a prime time Sunday night or Monday night football game in DC? Because I know they'll play them every now and then on the road, but I can't remember a DC hosted. I remember we, game. we played the Bears in like 08, 09, 08. <laughs> 
They just don't do them there. Like, pay attention to the Sunday night like coverage and everything. It's not going to feel familiar because it's never there. Oh, and I mean, we got our heads kicked in by the Giants one time. Uh, I, Mike Vick and Donovan McNabb, Thriller Dance. Yep. These are also night games. No, no, we done had them now. That's decades ago. Yeah, those were a while ago. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, who do you guys like in this game? I mean, I got to go commandos, man. Yeah. I got to. Yeah. I have to. I'm sorry. You No know, need to be bad. sorry. Commanders are a better team. No, that's just remember, literally what it says on the back of the jersey. <laughs> the words do you remember part. early this first half of this season, Solomon hyping Danny Dimes, crowning Danny Dimes? He did. We knew they were frauds. I think Danny knew they were frauds, too. When the queen too much fun. died. When the queen died, he That's came what happened. here and said Danny Dimes is the king. <laughs> <laughs> it's still possible uh, that he stages it. Makes the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Um, I should... I picked the Giants to win the division. How you think I? Yeah, that's not good. bad. I I think if you think about recent history and you imagine the six slash seven seed, more likely seven seed, but that area of the playoffs, uh, you don't imagine the Giants in there. You imagine the Commanders in there. That is the Commanders' rightful place to be the seventh seed in the playoffs and lose, or as I've picked earlier in this podcast to piss Dan off, maybe win. If they play the Eagles, um, but give me give Jamal, me the Commanders, obviously. Jamal, you're going Commanders. Yeah, Commandment fifteen. Uh, it makes a no sense. Fifteen burger. Can I pick a fifteen burger? <laughs> you say they oh buy fifteen exactly. No, he's no, no. We're gonna points. win. We're gonna win with a fifteen point effort. It's gonna be fifteen to twelve. If the score is fifteen to twelve, we'll give you ten bonus points. Cool. I agree. Thank you. Um, obviously, we saw the Eagles just pants the Giants, expose them, humiliate them, <laughs> embarrass them. That's a bad way to follow up a tie. That's a bad way to follow up a tie is get your ass so stomped. bad, stomped. I it was humiliating effort, uh, which is why I don't understand why I'm picking them this week oh. again. I just don't see commanders fans being happy sunday night in dc on prime time i'm like picturing that evening of football am i picturing a bunch of jamels jumping around happy as hell i'm not i think they're going to be sad and disappointed it's going to be that's your lot in life it's going to be the giants it's going to be real tense those standing room seats that a guy like the, the amount of people trying to leave early who like drive buses to get to this game, they're gonna be stressed out, man. I had to call out of work to get to this fucking game, you know, shit like that. Is it's just gonna be, ah, ugh, I hate it. So I'm picking the Giants in that game. Fumbling uh, the bag, man. Okay, just got back into a tie in the picks. Monday night football, Rams, the Baker Mayfield Rams go to Lambeau to take on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Goat on goat action right here. <laughs> One sentence, goat on goat game. Give me the Packers yeah. at home. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers as well. They're coming off a bye. Obviously, that Rams magic is fraudulent, so packed. Taking the Rams. Whoop! 
Why? Because 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 Aaron Rodgers is dead to me. I dedicated my life to this man. I dedicated my life to this man. And he, how did he thank me? By getting a haircut like Richard Spencer? He really no. yep. the undercut. Only Nazis anymore. No. And I, and I don't right. care. And much like the year he actually won the MVP and put up 50 points on the Redskins, and I did not start him in fantasy because I have to sleep at night, that's why I'm picking the Rams. I love that the bleep is coming back this week. We have two Redskins. Yeah, a few beeps. I know. Well, technically three. But yeah. Now we have four Redskins. You've got mail. Um, okay. Let's get to our mailbag. Uh, we had a full slate of games, so our picks went a little long. But let's reach into this week's mailbag. Danny, you got a bag of envelopes sitting right in front of you. Go for it. And you know where I'm going. Down and dirty all the way to the very bottom to get this one. Hey, guys, love the show. This is Sergeant Jeff Brancato, and I'm the lead crisis negotiator for the Tampa PD. I heard last week's episode and wanted to give you an update on the ongoing situation involving Antonio Brown. As of now, there's no news to give other than that his standoff has lasted over a week and so far does not show many signs of changing. We did, however, receive a list of demands for Mr. Brown, which I'm happy to share with your listeners now. $10 billion in unmarked crypto. A helicopter that flies underwater. McDonald's pizza. Hey. A a signed copy of the Bible. Two bags of grenades. A guy to come over and explain Avatar. A big hat, but one that's bigger than all the other big hats. Seven minutes in heaven with the girl Tom Brady from FaceApp. <laughs> a 10-quart Le Creuset stockpot for soups and stews. Okay, yeah, that's hard. The, the orange ones? Yeah. And finally, Disney World. Uh, so far, we haven't been able to meet these demands, except for the grenades. So the standoff continues. Fingers crossed Mr. Brown will allow us to arrest him soon. Signed, Sergeant Brancato, uh, Tampa PD. So who's supposed to sign the Bible? It, could it just be anybody? I think he. I think it's the big man's got to sign it. Is what I. Think. He wants King James. He wants King James to sign it. He's an enigmatic man who wants what he wants, and that's why it's difficult. I mean, McDonald's pizza has been out of circulation since 1992. I think. Who is supposed to explain Avatar? To Antonio Brown. That's a difficult task. Uh, also, <laughs> last night after this weed event, I have to work this in. Uh, I got an amazing anecdote from one of Kim's coworkers, Jen. Two things quickly. She ranks McDonald's from around the world. Any, anytime she's in another country, she goes to the McDonald's. I love that. And uh, apparently, the best one on earth is in the airport in in France somewhere. No so shit. Keep keep that in mind. If you're ever uh, passing through France, go okay. hit up the McDonald's in the airport. I, I am. She. I'm going there in February. Oh my god! You have to go to this the McDonald's airport, dude. Though, there's two in France. I don't know which one it is. I'll go to both. Clarif- you're going to both, cousin. I'll get clarity on that. But this is a McDonald's. Um, she goes to the ones in the states all the time. She goes once a week, no matter what, to McDonald's. And so she, 
I know it's weird, but she also does it when she travels. No, I, that's and then smart. Secondly, because I, I secondly, oh sorry. Uh, secondly, here's here's the the one I had to bring up. She is a New York Giants season ticket holder. Okay, she goes to every single Giants game she has for twenty years. But here is the here's the catch, and I've never heard of this before. She does not watch the away games. She goes. She doesn't watch them. She doesn't look at the box score. She finds out what happened when she comes to the Giants stadium the next time. She only watches football in person at home Giants games. And I was like, I've never heard of this type of fan. It's amazing. Just likes the experience, I guess? I don't know. It's not even like a husband thing. She actually likes the Giants and she could talk Giants all day, but she does not pay attention when they don't play in New York. <laughs> Unbelievable. What? What kind of fucking... I'm sorry. That's the type of person who would enjoy Brie on a quarter pounder, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I have a letter here of this. Okay. We got a letter from Kyler Murray. Uh, It says, hey, guys, big fan of the show. Look, I don't want you to feel bad for me. I know my season's done and it's going to be a long road back. And I just wanted to say to any Cardinals fans who are listening, I'm making a pledge to you that I will return better than ever and ready to go. Um, this injury has really allowed me to sit back and focus on what really matters in life, which is Modern Warfare 2. People say it stinks, but it's actually the best one in the series. You just need the time to really explore all the new maps and get used to some of the new controls. And luckily, I'm going to have plenty of time to be doing that. My gamer tag is scrappydo 69 uh, add me. I'll see you online. And uh, go Cardinals. Signed, Kyler Murray. He's a little scrappy dude, isn't he? <laughs> uh, I had a theory that Kyler Murray uh, just stepped weird on purpose so he could <laughs> play more uh, Call of Duty because that was a non-contact injury. Maybe he was laughing with the towel over his face. I, I know. It, it, it sucks that he got hurt, but especially because I bet on the Cardinals. Jesus. It was bad. I'm really sorry. Was, Why would you ever do that? Because I thought the Patriots struggled with run, running quarterbacks. Bah. No, just the, betting on the Cardinals in general. This this means you have a problem. You need to call the number at the end of the FanDuel ad. <laughs> and tell them what? I bet on the Cardinals? Yeah, and they'll direct you where to go next. They'll tell you what oh pills to eat. Okay. Uh, Jamel, you got a letter? Uh, real quick, uh, the, the the Giants fan lady, I was trying to pull Fran Leibowitz. That feels like mm-hmm. how Fran Leibowitz would watch the Giants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> okay, my letter uh, this week uh, comes from Lovey Smith. Okay. Uh, hey, guys, big fan of the show. And for those of you disappointed in me and the Texans for blowing that game in Dallas, let me reassure you that was no accident. Me losing this game and making the Texans record 1-11-1 begins the final sequence of the Black Coach Takeover. The time is nigh, gentlemen. I am now calling for every Black Coach, every division of play from ankle biters, Pop Warner, high school, bad middle school teams, flag football. You're making your daughter run routes in your cul-de-sac. Everybody, come meet me at the undisclosed La Quinta that we have been emailing about. We've got whiteboards for everybody. 
We're taking what's ours. One, 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 one. The mark of the beast. And so it begins. Am I allowed to ask what is the significance of the number one in, in this context? I don't really know. It just sounds like that's their sequence. I think it's the football Fibonacci sequence. So you're telling me every coach in the league is going to start dressing like Brother Muzon from The Wire, just like a nation of Islam bow tie wearing uh, fear tactic for the rest of the coaches in the league? Yep. And then all the white coaches are are going to have private meetings about it. <laughs> Just like, hey, guys, I think they don't like us. <laughs> I think something scary is happening. <laughs> I, I, well, thanks for writing in, Lovey. I can't wait to see what happens next. Oh, man. I like the black coach takeover. Okay, uh, final thoughts. Danny. I'll make it fast. Cole Beasley's back. That's fun, right? Back on the Bills. Doesn't have to rap anymore. He's going to play. We get the whole Cole Beasley experience again. I thought that was some fun news. Also, just a message for Dan. Uh, traditionally, 15 and one teams. Now, I guess it would be 16 and one. So, if you guys run the table, do not win the Super Bowl. It's only happened once. Well, good thing we're going to be 16 and one, which is a new horizon. Jamel, final thoughts. Um, I saw some good uh, photoshops on the Sports Center Instagram. Uh, they're doing basketball jerseys uh, with, with football uh, team logos on them. And I'm just calling for more crossover merch, football team hockey jerseys, basketball team football helmets. Let's cross them up. Okay. <laughs> I like it. My final thought is uh, R.I.P. Mike Leach. Yeah, mm. damn. And a real, a, a, an eccentric as a football coach. We don't get that very often. And I, I loved that he thought Sasquatch was real. And he wrote a book about Geronimo, the, the Native American leader. Uh, he was obsessed with Jackson Pollock. He had all sorts of weird shit that he was into other than just football. And I always appreciated that, even though he did lock a kid in a shed one time and got fired because of it. Uh, you know, RIP Mike Leach, you invented the air raid offense and uh, you'll be missed. And I'm sorry to make this a, uh, an RIP section. Sorry to the shed kid. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to my breakfast burrito, which I have been waiting for for seven minutes. I'm 